Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls in the Gaze. Today, I really wanted to bring, you know, research-packed episode where we talk about getting out of a funk because honestly, bestie, low-key, this was something that I brought up recently in therapy myself, and I feel like it's super valid, right? Like, we go through the ebbs and the flows of life. Like, think of it like the waves of an ocean. You know, there are ebbs and flows. Life just does its thing. We have the peaks and the valleys and everything in between. And, you know, when you're in the in-between, though, it's like, how can you make it more worthwhile? Or how can you continue to persevere to see the good or choose to see the good and still be that optimist when you're going through something tough when it honestly feels like shit is hitting the freaking fan? And so I was low-key curious myself like how can I get out of funk maybe if it's like creating content or showing up for my podcast or just showing up in my business or whatever that looks like like there's so many different areas of my life and I'm sure our lives where we feel like we are going through that funk and it's like how can I equip myself to be better do better and keep showing up so I did some research I also will leverage some experiences I personally have had in my process and what I've gone through and you already know we will spill the tea we will kiki in this episode though particularly I went ahead and did thorough research because I was like I want to bring like true action packed research to this episode so that we can tangibly walk away better and improved and with proven studies of what's worked what hasn't and what's out there in the world so that we can leverage so you know I did the work for us you know I will accept an A for this project that I just did right before this, but I think it's going to be super valuable for all of us. So without further ado, let's dive right on in. Starting off strong, number one of how you are going to get out of a funk is connection. Meeting your besties for dinner, whether you be, you know, you're hopping on a call, FaceTiming a bestie, or going out for coffee, just human interaction just allows you to fire off new neurons in your mind and not, you know, maybe especially when you're going through a funk, you are in the same four walls in your room, you're working from home maybe, or running your business, <laughs> I'm describing myself here, or you're just doing the thing and it starts to feel routine it starts to feel mundane right and you are kind of exposed to the same things day by day so the monotonous of that can really play a toll onto you so what has helped me is really going out of my own way to you know schedule a coffee date with a bestie and catch up and chat and create and honor that space for myself deliberately so that I can have someone else to assist me things and perspective that I don't have when I'm going through something tough I need to lean on someone and leverage that as a resource. I've talked on episodes past where I've shared in order to really, you know, map out how I'm feeling and talk about it, discuss, I kind of have to have a tool and resource to have someone to be a sounding board for myself. And the only way people know to show up for me is when I reach out or I, you know, raise my hand because closed mouths don't get fed and you don't have to take on the burden and go through the struggle bus yourself right like you might be driving the struggle bus but you want to have different passengers and besties along the ride with you and you will be shocked 
in more ways than you realize when you actually advocate for yourself and you put out how you're feeling and you are actually putting down your walls and you're being vulnerable how much people will connect with you and how much your besties might actually feel like you know what like I feel the same way I'm so glad that you took up space and you talked about this because I'm going through something similar and this is how I can help you and this is how maybe we can help each other go through the same thing together and I think especially as we graduate and we leave our you know identity from college or whatever that is or our previous identity if like maybe you're moving to a different state or to a new city you have the routine the monotonous or the routine and the comfortability of what that was and so maybe you have to reinvent your circle or reinvent your who you're friends with or in your peer group etc and now though we're in the working community and so in the workforce it's like you don't want to bring the personal information and personal baggage to work which you probably shouldn't but you now have to be more intentional than ever to surround yourself with peers of coaches mentors um besties or even your family connection and you know somebody you trust in your family to hold space with you and help walk through those things with you and let me be quite honest like i i go through a lot of different challenges myself and bestie to bestie here like whether it be struggling in my business or struggling and going through content funks, etc., or you know, struggling to have that inspiration to create content or create um, for my business, etc., I make sure I surround myself with people that see me for who I am. You know, especially when you're going through the day to day and things start to feel routine and monotonous, and you're doing the do, it doesn't feel super exciting as it always will be, right? It's kind of like initially the excitement of setting a new goal or going after the thing. The excitement is there, but it kind of cascades and it fades. And so in order to keep that going, keep that momentum going, loop in people in your inner circle. It's kind of like marathon training, right? Somebody going through a marathon training. I'm, you know, one of my besties, I don't want to name drop her, but she um, loops in her boyfriend to go on runs with her and trains with her. She has her families go on walks and runs with her, etc. So she's looping in people intentionally in her life to be able to equip herself to be successful when she does the marathon event. And for me, coming back to this, like of my business or creating content, I equip myself with friends and besties that are in, you know, similar situations. Like my bestie, um, Paige, who runs her social media business. I'm going to lean on her for support when I'm running into a funk with social media. Or I'll lean on my bestie, hi, Teresa, in business for inspiration and um, to hold space with me, to walk me through what I can do and to remind me of my potential and to validate that I'm doing all the right things. And I think that's something special about our peer circle and our friends. And we have to not take for granted of the people in our life that are waiting to support us, but we only, but they will only know if we put out, if we ask for help and if we, if we raise our hand, because Closed mouths don't get fed. Surprise, surprise, we're all human. People cannot read our mind. And that was my first point for you. Number two of getting out of a funk is movement. Girl, this is probably my favorite because I love being able to move my body, going to the gym, working out, going for a walk, walking Miss Daisy Girl. If you know, you know. I recently got a dog and she has been literally t- making me walk five times a day. So low-key shout out to her for helping me get my steps in. But low-key, can you please pee faster because I'm freaking freezing when it's 30 degrees outside, but I digress here. Um, but actually, a study done by the National Institute of Health, girl, yeah, I told you I did my research giving MLA format um, 
citations and all, okay, um, from the National Institute of Health. Um, any kind of movement like yoga, dancing, making dinner, playing with your dog, hi Daisy, releases the feel-good endorphins and the natural cannabis-like brain chemicals in your body. So it literally physically and mentally in your body changes the entire chemistry of your mind to help you feel good, feel refreshed, and especially when you're in a funk, it's so easy to be a couch potato. And uh, Bestie, let me tell you now, we're not going to disregard that. It's okay. It's okay to be a couch potato. It's okay to want to soak in and feel the feels. I get it. I validate it. But there comes a time when you also have to realize no one is going to help you if you don't help yourself. Okay? So, So to my point number two, you have to do your due diligence. You have to move your body, show up for yourself, and take true steps in order to release those endorphins out of you and start to have your brain fire off those endorphins so you can have those good feelings and the proud feeling, right? It's like when you go to the gym and you get the workout done, you're like, girl, that was the best workout ever. You're sweaty, you're dripping, you're like feeling so freaking good. That's what you need. And that's how you need to pour into your own cup and show up for yourself because Also back to the National Institute of Health, working out improves your mental health by reducing anxiety, depression, and negative mood. Girl, I'm telling you, I did my freaking research here and this shit is backed by research, science, doctors, everything. And I'm not just pulling shit out of my ass, but like you've also been there, right? You've been there when you showed up for the thing, you went to move your body, you went for the walk, you went to maybe go do some yoga, Pilates, whatever the hell that is for you, your preference, you choose. Girl, we're all about choice here. (laughs) You have to do that for yourself and do that due diligence and pay your dues and make that dividend and investment in yourself. Because like I said, if you don't love yourself, who the hell is going to love you? If you don't show up for yourself, who's going to show up for you? You live with your mind 100,000% every single damn day of your life. So you have to make sure you're creating a space and environment that curates to where you want to go and who you want to be and in the becoming of who you know you can be and the destiny that you have in order to be that person who runs that six-figure multiple six-figure business or has a promotion at work you have to become that person so show up as that person right now and in that workout in that movement and honestly two birds one stone you go for that workout you see your gym besties like come on maybe i'm talking about myself here because low-key that's that's what it is for me and also um gym crush but it's like you know two birds one stone you know get your workout in and get the connection in so number one and number two we're tying it in we're killing it we're crushing it and we're freaking science-based backed okay okay so we're rolling and rocking my number three for you is healthy eating Also, National Institute of Health, starting your day off with a savory breakfast so that you can control your blood sugar is honestly what I've been doing as well. And I've noticed such a huge difference. And I'm not a, you know, health nutrition expert here, but because of my research and also in my own practice and what I've been doing, okay, I practice what I preach bestie, or at least try to with what I'm eating and what I'm doing is making sure I have a savory breakfast to start off my day so that I have healthy fats. I'm eating enough carbs so that I create sustained energy levels for the rest of my day. And also I know I'm not an expert here, but lots of sugar or processed sugar, etc 
All that leads to high cortisol and adrenaline, which makes you feel the anxiety and the stress. All of that spikes that stress feeling. And so therefore, you have to be cognizant of the food that you're putting in. Food is fuel, so it's like, what do you want out? It's like you're driving a car, but you're putting maybe the wrong gas in or freaking cooking oil. Loki, that would be me when it's like, oh, you gotta go change your oil. I'm like, okay, why can't we just use canola oil? Why can't we just use avocado oil? You know, that would be me to put in my car. Like, I'd be that ditzy and that naive, to be honest, to put it nicely. But I digress, and I need to stop roasting myself and exposing myself. But... Food is fuel. Garbage in, garbage out. Just think of it like that, right? So my number three is healthy eating and how can you make sure you're putting in the right nutrients and food into your body so that you're serving yourself and setting yourself up for success that starts with your belly, body, yaddy, okay? That's why I really focus personally on eating whole foods and carbs and not being scared of eating and having a caloric, dense, nutritious meal so that I can have sustained energy throughout my day and it starts obviously for me like I've I've been trying not to skip breakfast because I feel like that's something I've been doing a lot I before I would intermittent fast and I would skip my breakfast and I noticed like I would low-key crash because all I would have is my sugary coffee like or my iced oatmeal lock like latte with vanilla and um, that did not serve me at all because low-key I would crash. I would also feel um, like my heart racing because of the caffeine. All of these, all these things are low-key my own experience. So it's like the fact that I've done my research and I looked through the National Institute of Health and I saw that, you know, having too much sugary food, especially in the morning, spikes your cortisol. Cortisol has led to stress and anxiety. All of that then leads to inflammation of your body and inflammation of your body then therefore has been implicated to the development, trigger warning, of depression. So all of that has been literally proven through research. And so I wanted to bring that forth to you and to tell you I'm not just bringing things out of my arse, though a lot of that has been connected and it makes sense because I've been feeling that way. I've been feeling, okay, like the anxiety, the the, the days I skip breakfast or I only have my sugary coffee in the morning and I don't actually have real food or protein or carbs and whole foods in my diet in the morning to start off my day, I, I do crash or I start to feel fatigued or I feel low-key spiked in stress because the coffee is I'm just running on caffeine caffeine it makes your heart freaking you know flutter you know all these things it's not rocket science and so I wanted to remind you like um Bessie if you are feeling like you're going through something or you feel like you're stuck or in a funk or can't knock off that you know that gray cloud out of like over your head this might be something as well to consider like what is the food you're putting into yourself and is it sustaining you and is it food that's going to be nutritious packed for you and making sure that you are showing up for yourself starting with what you're putting into your mouth because food is truly fuel and in order to show up as your best self please make sure that you're putting in the right fuel to your body so that you can show up for your day and it all is a domino effect and it starts with you so that was my number three and you know going forth with number four we're in their home stretch here number four is enough sleep this might be something so freaking obvious all of these have been so obvious to me and like I'm sure you too you're like trying like I freaking get it I know I need to eat well I need to exercise everyone tells this like everyone says this and like freaking PE when I was in eighth grade but the thing is like common sense isn't always common practice and if I can be that reminder for you to literally take care of your body and have these reminders 
years, I feel like that's what the gay bestie is for. Okay, I am just honoring my role. So leading to number four, my love, is focusing on your sleep. Also through the National Institute of Health, common thread, common theme here, I've really focused on National Institute of Health to be my single source of truth on this episode. So, you know, going strong with a theme is seven to nine hours from the NIH says that seven to nine hours should be the standard and sleep affects almost every single tissue of our body, according to Dr. Michael Tweary who is the sleep expert at the National Institute of Health. Um, It affects your growth and stress hormones and also your immune system, appetite, breathing, what the hell, blood pressure and cardiovascular health, just to name a few. Can you imagine? And honestly, personally, for me, I took this very seriously because as you know, and as you see, I post a lot on my socials and my stories and to kind of make take a spin here um, off the cuff. I show like, okay, me working out at six in the morning or me working out literally at 5.30 or waking up early to work on my business and then also late nights working on my business. So sometimes cumulatively, I'm not proud to say I would get like five hours of sleep, but that negatively impacts me the next day and me trying to push through to partake in low key, a little bit of that hustle culture, which I think is just so predominant in our early 20s. And I mean, obviously I have big goals, ambitions and something to work towards. And I'm really grateful for that. And I feel really honored to feel, you know, pushed by something that I love so much to build my business and show up and and, and for my health and work out, etc. And I have to get it done because otherwise I'm already working nine to five, right? So I don't know. For me, it's like an ebb and a flow. All of this is like sounds perfect in theory, but we have our life as well that we kind of have to live with. And we have different goals, ambitions, dreams, and boundaries for ourselves. And what works for us might not work for someone else. And low-key, what we see like of hustle culture can really play a factor into all of this, right? And so all that is to say where I'm trying to get at with this is it's all about your balance and what you deem work for you and while you are you know embarking on your goals and dreams and ambitions and you know you want to wake up early or have to compromise a little bit of sleep some days like if that works for you then that's okay but i just want us top of mind to remember the value of all of this the value of connection movement and healthy eating and getting enough sleep all of these things are reminders while you embark on ambitious things and while you embark on new goals, etc., and what you're doing, remember the value of all these things and don't forget about the culmination of yourself and your health. And, you know, it starts with you, right? So it's like if you don't have your health and you don't have enough sleep and energy levels and you're always stressed out, there's no joy in that process of going after your goals anymore because now you're burnt out and you resent the goal, right? And I say this because I know you listening in on an episode like this or you also seeing me do the thing and going after my business. Like you might be like, Tran Bestie, you say all those things, but you don't actually do it. Well, I know because it's like, I don't always do it, but I do remember and try to practice it and remind myself on days when I can get an extra 30 minutes or an hour of sleep, I will absolutely do that. Or when I am tired and I like <laughs> have my alarm at 5.30, I'm going to freaking set it for 7.30 and I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to let myself sleep in and honor how I feel. So every day is intuitive to me. I'm not perfect and I don't think any of us are, but 
in theory, as long as we remember these things to be our guiding principles of life, that's all that really matters. As long as you're showing up and you're doing your best, no, you can't ask more from yourself than your very best, right? And that's what I live by through and through. And so with all that to answer the funk and like getting out of this funk, the last thing I want to lead you with is, or leave you with is the exposure to social media and the news. Oh my God. Okay. You know, I say this all the time, but we have to have boundaries around social media, around scrolling, around, you know, when you first get up in the morning and you're like, oh, I want to scroll on TikTok, being cognizant of all those things because the exposure to the outside world will then be in your unconscious mind. You're going to subconsciously be like, well, I'm not good enough because I'm not what I saw this other 20-something-year-old girl doing on TikTok, or I'm not good enough because of what I saw in the news of like what other 20-something-year-olds are making in the industry, etc. It's like, then you lose yourself in all that, you know, subconscious thoughts and limiting beliefs, and then like the funk prolongs, right? Lastly is from the healthcare of University of Utah, Research has shown that young adults who use social media are three times more likely to suffer, trigger warning, from depression. It's not normal. The, how we're scrolling our phones nowadays, and like I, I challenge you to look at your screen time from your phone. Like, if it's more than five hours, that's me. I'm calling myself out. You know, I've raised my hand. I know I can do better. I should be doing better and limiting my screen time because I've seen how much of a slippery slope it's been logging on my phone and comparing myself and then having like imposter syndrome and all the whole nine yards and it like disrupts you from your own path and your own journey so it's like all these things i challenge you to be cognizant about we're not perfect and ideally like all these things we are like okay yeah i'll sleep more i will connect with my besties i will do all these things but all of this comes you know with balance i think as long as we are showing up and like i said giving it our best attempt and showing up with intentionality and deliberateness and understanding like okay like i've scrolled enough today i've had my social media time i'm gonna put my phone down or you know what i've done my job today i'm gonna go work out or you know like i want to start my day off with a breakfast etc it's like little habits all stack up so it's like how can all the little things all culminate into the bigger picture so as long as you are taking intentional steps every single day that's all that matters showing up with intentionality deliberateness and showing up and doing your best and controlling the controllables is all the guiding principles i also want to leave you with as you take on this list of five things you should be doing to get yourself out of the funk just remember do your best my love okay so let's let's wrap it up and let's bring it all home number one connection closed mouths don't get fed you have to show up and ask for help when you're going through something when you're struggling borrow belief from someone else loop in more support number two movement move that body yadi girl okay movement has proven to release endorphins in your body and therefore triggering new brain chemicals and neurons in your mind to relieve of stress and bring on the feeling of I'm a bad bitch, period. Research by Tran. <laughs> Number three, healthy eating by the National Institute of Health. This provides increased energy, better sustainable energy throughout the day, like I said, and helps brain cognitive function and balances your hormones. Number four is more sleep. We already know more sleep allows you to also regulate your body, speedy recovery, the whole nine yards, and helps with stress hormones as well. Also by the National Institute of Health. 
And lastly, you need to have boundaries, my love. Scrolling, social media, control the controllables and make sure every single day through and through, as long as you are using these as your guiding principles, but also backed by just doing your best and allowing yourself to understand it all is just balance. And whatever that looks like for you, it's going to be nuanced and unique to you. I'm not perfect. I, I do these things every single day with intentionalism and also grace. Like I'm not going to freaking be perfect, but I also come back to these things as guiding posts for me when I am struggling. So I leverage this as tools in my toolbox when I am struggling. I will pull this out and be like, okay, Trent, you need to move. Oh, number two, you haven't eaten. Um, so go grab a bite or eat something nutritious so that I have energy for the rest of my day. So it's all about intentionalism and deliberateness and just doing your best, giving yourself grace and lots of self-compassion. That's what life is about, bestie. Have some damn fun, okay? All this is to say, I adore you. I love you. I'm so grateful to have you on for another episode of Girls in the Gaze. I hope this one resonated. You'll have to let me know what you think. And until next time, my love, I'll catch you so soon. Have a blessed day. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.